mobile-ish games, like mm. maybe a little bit of, you know, that Blizzard game thing. Oh my God. I saw, I got an email from Immortal, Diablo Immortal. It's like, come back and check our new realm out. You know what my internal dialogue was? Go fuck yourself. That's what it <laughs> yeah, was. It's pretty much mine. I was like, oh shit. Let me just put that into a circular file, man. Yeah, no way. Self -fornicate. Like every time I see Blizzard, I just feel like there's like a cold chill on my spine. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much. I was like, you dirty bitches, get out of my chat well. Welcome to the party. We are looking for more your podcast for all things gaming with a focus on MMOs, RPGs, game development, and geek culture. I'm your host, Simorg. I'm joined today by our returning party members. Welcome back. You're Ash and Harold Daedalus. Hello, everyone. We have not had a show in a hot minute, so buckle up. It's going to be a banger of a show. we got a lot to talk about, but before we dig in, I want to give a shout-out to all of the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here on Twitch, over on YouTube, and Kofi. Thanks so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week, and <laughs> probably provisions packed for all our adventures here on the show. It's usually what we say for the LFM podcast. As you can tell, we've been away for a while, but... uh we're gonna we're gonna be digging in on a lot of different topics today, everybody. Uh, if you want to show us some love, you can go over to the pin post over on our Twitter, which is at the LFM Show over on Twitter. Check the pin post for all the podcast places. Specifically, if you want to give us some love over on iTunes, it'd be greatly appreciated. Five stars. Leave a comment. We'll read it here live on the show. I have done away with the number to call in because fuck it. That's why. Took a dose of fuck it all. <laughs> Because you could say nice. we, we don't use it that much. So, you know, let's save the redundancy and get rid of what's not useful. Um, but we've got a lot going on. And I know we have not had a show since November. We probably won't have another one till January. We're looking at hitting at least one a month. We're, we're going to make sure we hit one, sometimes more if we can swing it. But the reality is that uh and i'll just raise my hand on this daedalus has been plenty available i just simply have not been and it's probably going to be that way for a little while because i'm hard at work on my first novel what can i say i have to have to pick what gets the majority of my time and i'm sorry y'all but that's got to be it right now um but hopefully everyone understands and in the end we'll be uh happy that i did fingers crossed uh why don't we catch up though what have you been up to since last time? It's been a hot minute. Yeah, well, well first of all, I feel like this mm -hmm. episode might be, like, should be named either one of two things. It should be Twilight yeah. Zone, because it's never been that damn bright behind you before. What are you talking and about? number two, we what? should be locked and loaded, because there's a lot of rants that are probably going to yeah. be today. I just want to... just. No. I just want to note, you see how shiny and clean the couch is against what people say. It's it's a very clean, presentable, healthy couch. Okay. Not a cast. Yeah, the couch. miracles of Clorox, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true. It's lies, more slander, and another domain that it doesn't belong in right now. <laughs> Unbelievable. Been, yeah, what I've been doing recently, honestly, has mostly been pretty boring shit, but I have been, as I've heard about all the hype around God of War Ragnarok, yeah. I've decided to revisit God of War um, and uh, love that game, savoring it, just mm -hmm. like really good stuff. I'm, I've heard really good things about Ragnarok, so mm -hmm. probably going to be doing that pretty soon. And uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's it. And then participate in a community here and there with, with Albion Online. That's oh, yeah. been, been fun, too. I know. Um, 
snapping necks and cashing checks as the kids say so <laughs> i've um, enjoyed that it, game yeah yeah it's, it's definitely a good time i enjoyed the community aspect of it and absolutely regardless of the outcome we're always you know yeah. we're always having a good time so. depending on how many people we got there for what we try to take on that's the the reality of it it's it's sort of like the thing right because people in general including our own community you know people are they're finicky man you know they 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 get bored easily. They get bored quickly. This is like the nature of the the gaming industry and the consumers these days, right? You jump into something, it's new, it's shiny. It's not as shiny anymore. I've checked it out. It's been new. It kind of wears off. People kind of disappear, right? I knew it was a potential possibility with that game, but it's not really a bad reflection of the game. It's more of a reflection of just people and also the holidays right now this time of year. So we haven't had as hefty of community days. I'm hoping as we get into like january and kind of on the other side of some of the holiday stuff that we'll kind of get back to them i'm probably not gonna be as consistent with them for the next like two to three weeks but we're doing one this friday tomorrow so if anybody's hanging you want to join us you're welcome to albion online's uh got literally no barrier to entry you can play it on your phone you can play it on the desktop i mean it's kind of um user-friendly like that i prefer desktop though it's a little you know, running around and farming or whatever is kind of cool on your phone, but like pretty much I I want to play it primarily on my desktop personally. Yeah, I I tried on my iPad. I I was not I was not mm. into it. I'm, but I haven't really done a lot of like mobile-ish games, like mm. maybe a little bit of, you know, that Blizzard game thing. Oh my god, I saw I got an email from Immortal Diablo Immortal. It's like, "Come back and check our new realm out." You know what my internal dialogue was? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's what it yeah, was. That's pretty much mine. I was like, "Oh shit, let me just put that in a circular file, man." Yeah, no way. Like every time I see Blizzard, I just feel like there's like a cold chill on my spine. Yeah, pretty pretty much. I was like, "You dirty bitches, get out of my chat." Well, I guess it wasn't chat. It was actually my my email. I was like, "Where's the fucking unsubscribe ban bitches button at?" Can I just get a? Can I get a quick? quick denial button that's like bitch please my ship's custom automatic reply and just like you know rejects them it goes like to the head luke goblin himself you know i'm talking about that uh, i mm-hmm. i hear you i hear you like i'll get Dirty an email or now. see a tweet or something about dragonflight and i'm like bitch please i get that shit too i'm just like get the fuck out go go away it's so good no no it's not it's it, it's a it's a it's a ruse i'm not I'm, you're not every time. Me this time it's, Every this time, is, no. It's like if you if you've been continuing to play Blizzard games for the almost twenty years now, and you're still falling for it with Blizzard on a new expansion, that's your problem, man. I, there's no help in you. I mean, I, I've done I've done the two decades. I'm I'm done. I've yeah. done my time. Yeah, I, it's I'm just, now I've been released on good behavior. That's all I got. Yeah, say. yeah. This is like this is like the this is like the AA uh, sort of like. <laughs> <this is our, laughs> Yeah, this this is post Blizzard game therapy, everybody. Dude, open podcast, man. And you know, there's games namesake today, Warrior Within, right? I mean, God of War is one of those games that just calls to that Warrior Within. I love to be that warrior, man. That goes out, you know, and the game sort of pulls on that that wire, that that like tether that's in me to be an adventurer that takes like a meta you know my 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 mace and my shield and i run around i bash goblins down and you know demons and i unleash hell or the light in hell which the look diablo's got great cinematics they've always had them just like blizzard that new one looked really nice 
but that bait ain't working on me anymore, homies. Yeah, no, well I, played, I, like, but I, no. I haven't even looked at the trailer because no. I'm like, I have no desire. It's beautiful. No desire. Yeah. It's beautiful as always. Uh, but bitch, please, my shit's custom. There's that. I, I know better at my ripe age, uh, fresh, you know, pinnacle age that I'm at, the primed age that denies. <laughs> I was gonna go like I was like I'm the only silver fox on this podcast right now. Okay. You're you're really not, homie. The thing is, is this is all shaved off, and this is all dyed. Oh, I see. Well, I see how it is. Oh I see yeah, it is. dude. I have me a, look like I'm old and busted, and you're the new hotness. Here. I got it. <laughs> all up in here now. Here, right? I got it like right around there. I think it is. I'm starting to get one or two here, and I, I mean, I see that, and I'm faster than you could say, yo, MTV raps, that shit's died on the, nah, brother, no, we're not. I'm, I'm just going for the young oh. Gandalf look, okay, it's all I'm works. saying. It works, it works, you know, you've still got hair, too, you could be like, right, it's not even true. salt now yet. God willing, I'll, I'll have hair for a long time. <laughs> I just embraced it, dude, you know, what the reality is, is, if I knew shaving my head like this was going to feel this good. I'd have done it so much earlier. I just got, I would have done it in the army and probably, well, I don't know, man, I'd have done it around 30. I'd done it around 30 when I was like, hey, it's starting to recede a little bit. I'd have been like, let's see what happens and just it. But I don't mean take a, like an electric razor to it, shave it off. I'm talking, you know, I'm talking clean shave razor that off. Mm -hmm. That's boy. That's a freshness boy. There's a as bald as beautiful I'm gonna baby. I have to take your word on that because I love this shit too much. Oh man, <laughs> one of these days when your when your hair just feels like you're just pissed off with it, shave it off though, beanie on it if you don't if you feel insecure. But at night when you lay your head down in them sheets, tell me if that doesn't feel good and glorious. I'm just telling you, I'm telling you, man, it's a good feeling. It's nice and cool when you step outside in a nice hot summer day, and it's you know what I mean. And there's a little bit of a cool breeze, but you can't feel because of the hair. And you're like, damn, it's hot. I hear I'm about to break a sweat. Nah, man, you go out there like this, we're all good, baby. Ten degrees more, I'm telling you, it it adds some constitution. That's all I'm saying. But I digress. It's a bald is beautiful moment for all my fellow brothers from other mothers who. You know, keep it keep it looking beautiful. That's all I gotta say. Okay, we got a lot to talk about. Um, I'm happy to report the Masters Core stuff. I'm gonna share a bit, a little bit about it. I got Kofi supporters like Zod. Shout out to you, homie, because you support this podcast as a Radiant Core member. So Radiant Core members get shout outs on podcasts, videos, etc. Shout out to you, buddy. And uh, he actually did a redemption, which I haven't talked about on here. And the redemption, I, I did this this cool thing, which I was like. I'm going to make commissions on Kofi so people can support the project, but it's a backstory for a character in my fantasy world. So you get to sort of like, you know, go, here's my character, whatever, give me like a little bit of a story. I'm like, all right, let me adapt that. I'll adapt that into what works in, in the world that I've created and sort of create a character. And if you're like a dwarf, which he was a dwarf, you get to be in like the Clindroin area because that's like the, the dwarven area by a tree and all stuff. So if you're in the Master's Core Discord, go into announcements, check it out. I dropped his whole bio there. He was pretty happy with it. I liked it. Pretty much it's all canon except for his character and his family. Like they don't exist in the world. But they're one of many families who endured that experience. So it's very representative of like, what would a dwarf in the world have experienced if they were in this role, in this place, during this period, this time? 
So it's a fun little way to sort of like share bits and pieces that I can easily like showcase. Um, interestingly enough, that's kind of like a fun bonus because none of that even gets explored in my first book at all. You don't even like really get a whole lot of like dwarven lore. So I thought that was cool because that'll be a nice supplemental piece later. And um, when the first book's out, people that are kind of around will be like, oh, shit, look at this or that or whatever. So that was really fun. I was like really happy to kind of share it and everything. So if you haven't checked that out, check it out. Um, and the, the world's coming together really, really well. I wish I could just go on a big rant about it here, but it's not the place. So check it out. Join the Discord. Um for the TMC or the master's core and see what's up. Okay. First topic. Mm. We'll start with a little shade. All right. Fucking maybe, Amazon. Maybe a lot of shade. Yeah, exactly. You ruin the wheel of time. You absolutely dumped on Jared Tolkien's world. Right. The father of modern fantasy. Most people would say that. You just tarnish his work is beyond. I mean, it's not even an that's not even an exaggeration. But wait, there's more. That's right. I talked a long time ago, I think it was like six months ago now or something, about a god of war that they were trying to adapt in Stargate. Guess what, everybody? They got him. That's right. They're, they're going to be creating shows in the Stargate universe and um, God of War. I don't feel good about God of War specifically. I, I would say I'm scared about Stargate. No, I'm scared about Stargate. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm scared about anything they touch if we want to talk about it realistically. Now, have you ever seen the peripheral on Amazon? I have not. I actually have that on my list to watch. You can watch it all now. It's all there. Um, pretty. I dig it. I dig the expanse too. I feel like there's certain domains they do well. Yeah. The, well, the expanse they brought in from elsewhere. Yes. And, 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 and the, yes, creator. the expanse was excellent. Yes. It was definitely yep. like it, the first season was a little slow, but then man, mm -hmm. it just got you hooked. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I didn't know about the God of War bit. I was probably living under a rock a bit. Mm -hmm. I remember the Stargate. I saw the God of War and I felt like in the pit of my stomach, there was, there was a little bit of prime, you know, th getting thrown up in my mouth. That's all I got to <laughs> say, because it's like, really? I mean, I just, and this is not a comment on woke, not woke. No, right? this no. is a comment on the arrogance of Amazon to rewrite things in their own image, whatever that point of view is. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be woke. It doesn't have to be yeah. anything is that they think that they can take somebody's work and essentially like make it their own, but not really like what they did with, with rings of power. I mean, I, like I said, I, I couldn't get through a whole season of that fucking rough bro. wheel of time. I did. And I've regretted it. I wish I could have that <laughs> part of my life back. And now I'm seeing that they're like beloved franchises like Stargate, which I was like, you know, mm. maybe they're not going to go this route. But this was before Rings of Power came out. Yeah, I know. And Rings of Power came out and all the stuff yeah. and things around that. This is this is not a good moment to be a nerd and and like a, a line to Amazon in terms of like all the power that they're 
buying and all the franchises they're buying and and minting in their own image i just i don't i don't get it and we'll talk about a little later there's some other things going on in the fantasy realm yeah that are like Uh, yeah that's kind of how you do it and then which i'm i'm a little skeptical of all the negativity around it too yeah because if you do a side by side there's clearly a winner and a loser here dude we're gonna talk about that in some detail and this is also i think a really important point because i think when we argue about some of this stuff we debate about it we rant about it but i think it's easy at face value to be like people are just like grifting on this hating on it whatever because you know they're being like purists or something uh you, you there's going to be a moment where it's like, well, it's easy to think that these guys are just like against anything woke. We got something that's going to cur- completely go against that discussion point. And that's it. And Chad Alfina knows she knows because I already did a video coming out Monday about this. But we're going to we're going to talk about it here, too, because not everybody here is going to probably watch that video. But there is a reverse take where people would be like, oh, you're probably not going to like this either because of this or that. And I'll be like, no, I've actually got a completely different rant talking about that from a different perspective to where it's like, it, it's not about that. It's, it's about the source material and being authentic to what the original work is. And we're going to talk about that because it's a huge, huge discussion for me today. And uh, we, I don't want to like jump into that just yet, but I do want to say that I, I feel very fearful about anything. Amazon gets its touch its hands on that is basically in the sci-fi fantasy area. The expanse, I think was an exception because of the fact that you had the the guy, you you had the people, the creative entity, you had him there. He was there along the way, right? Through it all. You you don't you didn't get that with the rings of power, the wheel of time. They're both gone. Yeah, and what's interesting, what's interesting is, you know, obviously I I watched a decent amount of prime content. And I would have to say it feels like what they're targeting for this type of agenda focuses on like really like popular franchises. Any of yeah. their newer stuff, like if you see like Jack Ryan, Reacher, like some of these other stuff that's on there, it's like they just they do a great job on shows like that. Reacher is like, good. I like yeah, Reacher. Reacher's, yeah, Reacher is good. Yeah. Um, Jack Ryan is. I excellent. think that's good too. I enjoy that one. I, yeah, and absolutely. The peripheral sci-fi, and it's kind of mm-hmm. got like I'll give you this without spoiling it. It's kind of got Ready Player One meets like post-apocalyptic or like future potential on the cusp of that vibes. And I'm not really giving anything away because you'll you'll have to watch it to even get it. But that one's a replayable show for me. I would I think I need to probably go through and watch it again because um realistically I kind of had it on sometimes when I was dozing or whatever, so I know I missed some of it. But it's a fun, interesting like concept. And you know, it's again in the sci-fi area. So even though the expanse had the guy on board, I go, that's in the area though. So I kind of wonder if you know what I mean. It makes me yeah, wonder. Yeah, they didn't necessarily yeah. try to put their stamp on it, I guess, yeah. is what I would say. But yeah, there's there's a lot of good content there, but it just feels like they're targeting these like yeah. bigger shows or like bigger franchises that maybe have like more of an um like audience. A, a audience and following. And they're saying, well, let's drop in this and let's kind of almost rewrite 
what you know what is i don't want to say is expected but like rewrite kind of the spirit of what the what yeah. the content should be to fit our right? world today um, that you yeah. can identify with and you go but that's that's not and, the and there's ways to, and, and i don't want to mean this like it's an overlay but there's ways to work that in i was going to say insert it but it's ways to work that in and it still be like quality entertainment and there's yes. another show like that authentic um, to the source material right i think that's yeah the point. exactly yeah it's, yeah it's it's having like faith in the characters and and the story to be able to like to tell it and be faithful to that um and not trying to overlay things and i kind of we saw a little bit of that shift as well with like quantum leap and i know we're talking about that later where yeah. it started out like more in that kind of what's going on here i don't really follow it it's not making sense and it was just more like in a sense like a bad um not we can talk about that well. now yeah we can talk about yeah, that now it's a good lead in i think and we'll lead into the one we want to talk about a lot too i think here shortly sure sure yeah so i mean i i think with quantum leap like again right i have a lot of history with that show mm. it was like one of the shows that i like really loved growing up and so as a fan of the show like the first few episodes i was like man i just don't feel like there's the soul there that really captured my attention like it did like all the mechanics are there you know you've got a quantum leap accelerator you've got a leaper you're time traveling you know oh, yeah. through different mm -hmm. periods you're putting right what once went wrong blah 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 all that right. stuff but you're just you're not telling the story well and then i felt like there was kind of a shift about mid-season into something that i'm like okay now i'm seeing where it's yeah bringing back some of the heart you're kind of feeling like the characters are less two-dimensional which is frankly my my thought process on all this Amazon fantasy content. It's like, Agree. let me just take a slice, a vertical slice of the world and just throw it up there. And yeah. people are just going to eat it up. And that's not the case because people want well-rounded characters, right? They yeah. want people they can identify with. Like, even if you look at something like, say, I don't know, Game of Thrones, right? Even though the, like, the evil characters there were not one-dimensional, there was layers to them. They really like made a point of creating like full characters that you like went on a journey with. Yeah. Like if I had to compare that to something like wheel of time, I'm like, dude, right. put them all on an Island and fireball that shit. I'm done. I, I, can't, yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't follow it. I didn't identify with, you know, any of the lead characters in terms of like a good story. Right. I, I know it's not, it's not a, comment on diversity or anything i'm just no. talking about identifying with the hero's journey where you get that in other in other stories like even in in willow right that was the hook for me i'm like there's a i already feel like there's a care like a hero's journey there in so multiple I... levels with the characters right whereas and and they did more in what three episodes three or four episodes then I could see in an entire season of anything yeah. Amazon has put out in this space. Dude, that's the truth though, man. Cause that's the, that's the thing to me is like, and the, the whole time you were talking about that, it comes back to, you know, the hero's journey, but you know what the thing is, you mm -hmm. got to have character development. You, 
you can't attach to a character if there's no character development or enough of it for you to like at least without too much exposition and storytelling to allow people to like get an idea of like who this person is, what their flaws are, what their strengths are, what their personalities like, you know, to be able to imagine who they are, what they're about without that, you know, you you can't, at least for me, like attach to a character. And that was a big part of what was actually missing. Right. And this is the, this is a a good point. Like I agree with you with quantum leap the main when it started out, I felt like we, that was the problem. Right. Yeah, you got literally like dumped Jumped in, in. There and, you, yep. and there's ways to tell a story. They, and from a writer's perspective, it's called in medias race, right? You're yep. stuck in the middle of things. You just get in and yep. stuff's happening. Mm-hmm. I just felt like it was so jarring. You went from like zero to 60 in such a short period of time that you just had no idea. Like, why is he doing this? You know, what what's going on? What's his motivation? And I know that they were trying to make it like more sus- suspenseful. But it was so quick that you didn't even see like that moment when he's making a decision. It was almost like, oh, let's do it and go. And there wasn't any like respect kind of building up something like not. I'm not I don't need three episodes of exposition, but at least give me like, you know, a good portion of the first part of the show to really understand like why he's doing what he's doing. Even if there was a scene at the start where he was having a conversation with the character he was conspiring with and you get a little bit of a hint of what's going on not enough to reveal the story but then you go from that to then the party that they start the whole thing in yeah. then i it would have made sense it wouldn't have felt so disjointed to me yeah and i feel like they started to get into character they that, that's the thing though right i feel like with quantum leap the problem was i think they were finding their footing at least that's what i want to i want to give them that like allowance at this point yeah, because like so agree. far so far, I'm like, I, I feel like I'm getting behind it a little more as we go on. And it definitely feels like a matter of figuring their footing out along the way. But I, still early to tell. I, I definitely want it to be successful. I'd love for it to continue. I saw that they're getting a second season. Um, I don't know. It, I saw that news like yesterday that they're definitely getting a second season. I don't know how many more episodes we're actually going to get. There's eight now. I don't think that's it though for the first season because it felt like a weird place for it to stop if it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I watched them all and I'm kind of hoping that we get more, you know, and leave you with some sort of like a cliffhanger for the end of season one. That didn't seem like a good place for it to kind of come to an end. So um, I guess we'll kind of see what's up with that. Uh, yeah, maybe it's on winter break or something. I don't I'm, know. I'm hoping. But I want to hit on this other one before we move into talking about Willow because Willow is going to be a big exposition piece today um so the blood origins trailer i know you watched it right before we started this is for the witcher i'm already pretty much uh they're they're bombing over at netflix with the witcher as far as i'm concerned the first season of the witcher went well i liked the was it nightmare of the wolf i was good with that as an animated movie right talking about the early days of esimir i was cool with that wasn't bad season two of the witcher uh eh, they went some they did some things that weren't that, that weren't really right you know a big diversion from canon there the first season was pretty pretty good it was it was good don't get me wrong i like i like dandelion or Vesem or not vesemir but um Yaskier, right? The the bard character, I like him. He's a lot of fun. Yeah, he was really fun. Yeah, I saw him at the end of that preview video for 
blood origin and i was like oh no 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 i mean don't get me wrong i like him but i already know you're doing something you shouldn't be doing yeah yet again and and i'm pretty concerned about this blood origin um also i don't know i I think you 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 probably remember my comment before then i just felt like it was like the the witcher meets jerry bruckheimer it was like let's blow some shit up and have some monsters and maybe it's gonna be a good time uh i mean i'm i'm a i'm a big fan of michelle yo yeah and, and the work that she does um so i'm i'm hoping that there is like some solid writing to kind of you know get behind those explosions those big old monsters running around because there's there's only so much of that you can like take without having a good story then you, it just you becomes saw like needless violence and you, i, I, I i'm trying to ahead. catch the name i don't want to forget this uh what's her name she was in goodwill hunting you caught her at the end there right mini driver that was her oh, yeah. she was the elf at the end with with Gaskier, I was like, "Oh, nice!" Yeah, they got her in there too. So I'm like, I'm kind of a little concerned because Henry Cavill's not going to be in there for The Witcher season four. Yeah, that Cav- was that was another bomb, dude. Yeah, was it Liam Hemsworth is taking over the reins? Bro, he ain't gonna be able to cut it. I'm sorry, he's not. He's a side character. He's not a main character. Yeah, he's not gonna I, be. I able mean, to I don't know. Like I. I don't even remember. I mean, I've seen him in some stuff and I did not like him, but mm. I'm like, I just felt like I don't feel like he's going to carry the show. Like, oh. I mean, I am mm. happy to be proven wrong. Totally. Yeah. Happy to be proven wrong. But I just, I don't, I'm not there yet. But I, I, I don't know enough to know what's going to happen. There. You don't lose Henry Cavill on something like The Witcher unless you made a boo boo when it came to the story. Man, I you know I actually want to get into this just a little because yes. we had talked about it. Um, but they're actually like Henry Cavill had like this whole drama with like leaving the show. Not mm. like that there was drama, but right. there was drama once that everyone heard he was yeah. leaving the show mm-hmm. to do Superman. And then they made this announcement recently. James Gunn made an announcement recently, All and right. he was like, Oh mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna do some Superman stuff. It's gonna be early stuff, and Henry Cavill's not gonna be in it. And I'm like, what? So maybe he could have gotten another season of The Witcher in. Uh, like, what happened? Does he need a break? He's like, he's getting back into the expansion. He wants uh, the WoW expansion. He needs some time off. Oh, That's no. I, I have a feeling he's going to be Man of Steel doing it. That's what I think is going to happen. Well, I just, from what they were saying, it's mm-hmm. like there's a project for him later, but it's like yeah. they're going to focus on young Superman yeah. first. I'm like, it'll yeah what's the timeline here it's true it's I, mean, a good point. I did like him as superman i would have to say i mean i like brandon ruth as well but he just he didn't cut it as yeah superman. i know i know and and henry cavill was superman he was the christopher reeve of our time i agree i he just he pulls it off man really well and i gotta say he didn't just pull off superman the man of steel title i gotta say very specifically is a very specific version of Superman in the comic books, which is why Man of Steel was its own series. 
it's kind of like Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man, spectacular Spider-Man, Spider-Man, right? There were different comic book series. You had the same with Batman, the Batman, the Dark Knight. These were different comic book series. And there's a very specific version or variation and like approach to telling the character's story. And you get a different tone in that work and often artistic style as well, which is why the Man of Steel I think specifically he's the man of steel. There isn't anyone else who pulled off Superman in that particular variation. And so I think it's going to be a long time until we see somebody who takes on that particular variant of Superman. And that was the good fit Superman for what we saw in like the justice league stuff too. Yeah. The justice league. Yeah. And especially the Zack Snyder cut, I actually yeah, well, sat down and four hours like dug in dude. And I did it. It was it was good. It was really we good. haven't talked about that. That was phenomenal, dude. Yeah, dude, that was like a whole nother level that that was a very different story. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a I'm sorry, but that was just a whole that's the real story. Yeah. You know, what I mean, the other one's like this Cliff Notes version. The two yeah. hour movies like the Cliff Notes version. So if y'all haven't seen it and you like Superman stuff, you, you really need to see the the Zack Snyder cut. Really, really do for sure. Yeah, just just give yourself four plus hours to relax. <laughs> get your snacks. Make sure you, you know intermission tinkle before you get yeah. in on this. So yeah, <laughs> get your bio breaks in there. It, it was good. It was worth it. That's a that's a you could literally take a day on a weekend like a Saturday. You know, be like, all right, I'm gonna go through the first half. Gonna go make some lunch, gonna or dinner, whatever, eat, get some popcorn, whatever, bio break, all that stuff, come back, sit down, get through the rest of it. But that'll leave you at the end of it. I can't speak for you, but for me, that was like that was a great example of the warrior within it pulling on that tether. Because at the end of it, oh, it was such a satisfying experience to watch that. Mm. Leaves you contemplative, kind of in this like fantasy space where you're imaginative. It's all the good stuff for me. Sort of like Willow was, and it's being dragged. I've got to say this, okay? It is being dragged through the fucking mud and being bombarded by people. And I go and look, this is, this is how you know that this is not justified to me. It has a lower audience rating than the rings of power, homie, 20 something percent versus the 30 something percent rings of power. I can't even believe that that. there's, that does not work out to me. I cannot compute that in my brain for so many reasons, right? Like three episodes in, Okay, I I don't get the, I don't get the call out for the the what people are hating. I don't I don't get it. I don't see it either. Um, unless and this is a situation where I go, unless you just really don't want certain people of a certain kind represented. To hell with whatever the story is about. That's the only reason I can see that because. And I know I talked to Alfina about this because I did a video coming out Monday about it. We're like legit. Like, I look, when the diversity checklist becomes the primary 
focal point and the rest doesn't matter to you and you can tell that's one thing but to me if if the rings of power could do 0.001% of what will has done in three episodes they will have done a better job than they already did 0.001% that's an honest take for me and so I look at it and I go, I watched the Willow movie before I even consumed this, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I went through and watched it. The spirit of Val Kilmer's character, right? Everything that goes down, the theme of the show, the the humor, the all of the elements, the aspects. And when I watched the Willow so far in the first three episodes, I see it all there. I see the yeah. spirit, the humor, the vibes. I even see the personality of... Uh, What's Val Kilmer's character? Mad Morgan? Oh, Mad Mardigan. Mardigan. Yeah. I see the spirit of him in his kid. Mm -hmm. Right? I'm like, oh, my God. Look, you took on your father's personality traits. Like, so it's there. Yeah, it's it's totally there. And I would say, like, the the differentiator for me, it's the difference between being faithful to the source material and shitting on the source material. Yeah. That's a difference, in my opinion, between Rings of Power and uh and willow and it has nothing to do with it being woke or not woke but it's when you have this like gargantuan level of arrogance where you think you can rewrite the story in your own image and it's not like it's not faithful to the heart or the characters or the story of the source material yeah that's where it went off the rails for me and 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 you do it do even more disservice to the story by making characters like this not even two-dimensional i think i was probably giving rings of power too much credit it's one-dimensional characters but even in the first episode it's like yes you have characters that are familiar yep but hey newsflash so do rings of power you're talking about galadriel right yeah or Or galadriel or whatever the heck they call there with all the damn different emotions that she had oh like, god you know, this crazy crazy eyes johnson 101 that's was her character right <laughs> so so you have willow and like i said the first episode i was like i was hooked i'm like oh dude i'm gonna see the second one and i was excited to see the i was like i just got all ready for it but the rings of power is like i think i probably tried the ep- episode one like three times and i fell asleep through all of it Dude, and it's like and people are like flaming Willow because it's like, oh, they're all joking around so much. I'm like, did you not watch the movie? Yeah, exactly. That's mean? the spirit of the movie. <laughs> yes. The, oh, I can't remember the. Oh, I'm I'm I feel bad because I don't remember the name, but the warrior with the big sword. I oh, what's his oh name? Oh my He's god, Mad Mardigan's like you know yep. friend and colleague. It's oh like, yes, he cracks me up. Yeah, dude. seriously. I'll make these comments and yep. I'm like, oh, that that that's good. That's you got good. your scoundrel character in there through him. Exactly. He's the, again, yep. there's heart, there's soul to the story and yep. the people. And yeah, it's it's and I think Alfina said it exactly in chat. It's a true yep. continuation Absolutely. of the movie. Right. And even if you like with you know rings of power, for example, it could it's it could be a true prequel if they decided to kind of be faithful to the source material there mm-hmm. and and the same thing honestly i mean i did not read um wheel of time to be honest but just from uh, from an outsider's perspective everything just felt so rushed and flat 
Yeah, hollow characters, no development yeah, at all. Yeah, exactly. Like, and even without like me knowing all of the story, or with me knowing the story, I don't think it would have, or not knowing the story, I don't think it would have changed how much enjoyment I got from Willow. Yeah, because even before like Willow himself kind of came into it, the characters just were likable, mm-hmm. like all of them. And actually, I love the fact that they um the CGI they did to like de-age some of the characters, it looked so good. I was like, I had to do a double take. I'm like, am I watching them like a scene from the movie, like the original movie? It was that good what they mm-hmm. did with that. Spoiler alert, by the way, for anybody incoming, because when I say something here, I'm going to talk about what hit me. But if you've watched it, you're going to know. It's not going to be a spoiler. If you haven't watched it, plug your ears up. Okay, incoming. This part, like there were two parts that I was really happy with. Like, okay, so one, you know, whenever like you got to see like that background, like, oh, and she's like saying you're not like a real wizard or whatever. I was like, damn. I was like, damn, dude. I was like, in the fields, isn't it? I was like, and they did so much character development in three episodes too, by the way, side point. But when I watched that, I was like, damn, went through all that together. And you're saying this to him back in the day. And then he leaves. And then you're kind of like, dude. And then I'm like, I was like, by third episode, I'm going, dude are we not gonna i'm like at this point don't tell me he's not gonna go through the whole thing like he did in willow and not hardly ever see him do anything right and oh that scene dude where they were all getting attacked and everything and he goes boom i was like oh it felt so good yeah i know i was like i was like i was like yeah it's good who's not a real wizard what you mean look at you now where are you at you watching it's please my my staff is custom that's what he said right there yeah oh my gosh oh my gosh yeah it was it was perfect yeah and then it came at a cost too because he was like oh and it's like oh my god this is taking some shit out of it and his his buddy dies and i was like oh no dude oh god yeah oh it's seriously like he said don't waste your magic i was like what how you do exposition in a story that you made a connection yep. with his journey with very little screen time. That's how you do. So anyone that is shitting on this show right now, shame on you. Shame on you. Yeah. It's a great story. I'm and, like, and, dude, if anyone's like, yeah. it's not Willow, I'm like, you clearly never watched the movie then. Yeah, exactly. Or, Go rewatch mm-hmm. the movie and you'll see like all of it. And I'm not yeah. even just talking about Willow. Like you said it, correctly it's like the minute i saw like the you know i think it was eric right eric on the show i'm like dude oh mad martigan i can i could totally see him in that character yeah um and and i i actually really i really like the the portrayal the actress that is um alora dannon she's so good Oh, I like how that was surprised. He goes over to her like arm like that. And it's like, boop, there's a symbol. You're like, oh, shit. I was like, that's cool. And it it was really funny how like she was like kind of in love with him. And then she comes along. And now it's like, uh, that was cool, man. Like right underneath their noses the whole time. Yeah, I'm like anybody who's like, we want a good fantasy story. I'm like, didn't stop. Y'all need if you really mean it. You know, it's like, oh, but it's like this. And oh, it's like that. And I'm like, it, this is what Willow was like, dude. If you watch it, this is yeah. the spirit watch of the, the source material. And then watch the TV show and tell yeah. me, I, I, I dare you not to like it. 
because you will. Like I said, I even watched I when I knew the series was coming out, I watched the so movie like maybe a few months ago. And I'm still like I got the vibes. Yeah. I got the vibes. And the one Oof. thing that I will say that I I don't want to say I don't like, but I wish was the case. And I know this is due to circumstance, not to desire, is I wish there was like, you know, Val Kilmer was able to be in the I show, know. even if it was a cameo. And I know the reasons behind that were more like his medical situation. So, you know, hopefully, you know, things, you know, get better in his situation. But I know the showrunner is still like, I'm going to figure out a way to get him in the show. Right. Again, to me, that's like, you're getting back you're being faithful to the characters in the show even though you're not like he's not there mm -hmm. even the writing and that was maybe like if not to go backwards but that was kind of my issue with quantum leap is they kind of it felt like the back end characters were they were they weren't really honoring the characters and how they portrayed like or worked them into the yes. show yeah, i yeah. feel like they've done that well in willow yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I feel like in three episodes, we've already got good character development for pretty much everybody. That's the that's an example of how you do it, Amazon. That's that's how you do it. It doesn't you don't have to have a whole first season of character development. It's the small little bits and pieces of showcasing their personality through interactions. It's this basic shit that people are supposed to learn in the very beginning when you learn how to write a book and what not to do, these are like those foundational basic things that the writers tell you not to do. It's the basic shit I've learned. And I'm sitting here going like, motherfuckers in Hollywood. And they're making the noob mistakes, but they've been in there for how long? Look, Disney's making a turnaround because Andor was fucking awesome, dude. I gotta, I gotta watch that. Oh I got that my, my God, list. are you serious? Dude. Please, before the end of the year, for me, watch it. If you like Star Wars, you 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 need this. You fucking need this, man, because it enriches it enriches the Star Wars universe. It doesn't just try to regurgitate something. Okay. Finally, unlike Obi Wan. Oh my god, I can't keep talking about this because I'm just spoiling. But I actually kind of like I kind of like Obi Wan. So. I couldn't finish it, dude. I couldn't. I got to the scene with the fire invader and Obi, and I'm just like, why are we like, why are you guys like dragging this through and taking so long? And why does this feel I like thought, such I, a I little Leia was so cute though? <laughs> she's a little boss, little boss princess, man. Yeah, she, I mean, I I liked it. I, it's probably people like I probably got Star Wars fans that are probably sharpening their pitchforks right now. But I actually, I actually like. I didn't finish it. I. I yeah, I was a little worried about Andor, but it's good. I, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about it early on. But man, dude, that was, mm, that's a good bridging show from episodes one, two, and three, keeping in mind those were the third, first, the second three to be created in movie format. Uh, it was such a good bridge. It's like, man, and it piggybacks off Rogue One real well. Yeah, Rogue One, I would say as well. I mm. like because when I knew they were coming out with Andor, I did the same thing. I watched yeah. Rogue One. Mm. And I forgot like how good of a story that was. It's really good. Yeah. So, so I, I'm I'm very interested in, in Andor. So I will mm. that I think I've got a, a couple of things to watch over the, the holiday break here that I'm looking at. But you finished Stranger Things. I did. Ooh. I so good. So Shit. good. And even like doing the whole 
hey, I haven't seen one through three in a while. Mm -hmm. Let me just do it all over like a few days. Yeah. So good. Jeez, man. So darn good. Yeah, they've gone some good places. It feels feels very good in the D&D domain. But speaking of D&D, that new trailer for the Dungeons and Dragons. Speaking of Bruckheimer. Oh, shit. I like all the creatures that are in the D&D world that we saw in that, though. It was like, yeah, you're like, oh, it's good. OK, I hope the movie's good, though. Yeah, I the only thing that like I would say turned me off about it is like the soundtrack was like, no, no, bad. I mean, good music, wrong, wrong backdrop to do that. I mean, I'm. Don't get me wrong, I'm a total fan of like Chris Pine, actually all the actors in there, but it just felt so like tongue in cheek. And it almost felt because I don't I've played like a little D&D mm-hmm. and I've watched a lot of like the fantasy content. I even watched that really like crazy D&D movie with the Wayans brothers in there. Oh, and all my that. God, the 2000. And I, I thought that was OK. I mean, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't <laughs> like doing cartwheels in the streets that it was so that good, but. So it's like it felt like it was going to be even worse than that. And Ooh. that's when it was like they were like, oh, we're having fun with it. It just felt, but you're having a little too much fun. It just felt like over the top, like scary movie meets Dungeons and Dragons. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it just, it just felt like that. But again, it's a trailer. It may be like it may be good. I just hope they decide not to do like the classic rock music behind the scenes while they're you know, doing fights like just don't don't go that route. Make it more epic. But I don't know. I, I feel like I feel like I'm going to be disappointed. <laughs> and Chris Pine doing a, a skip and a heel tap in the midair. You're like, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like if this is the route they're going, I, I might as well just lick her up and watch this because then it'll be probably fun at that point. <laughs> well, you don't expect me to do this shit sober. Man, I'm like, I'm hopeful for it, man. But I don't know, man. I feel that like a D&D movie is something you're either going to do really great with it or you're just going to bomb it. I don't feel like there's yeah. A, yeah. a middle ground. I, 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 yeah, I feel like they're going to they're going to lean on the on the ladder, unfortunately. On oh, this, no. but, I mean, like said, I said, I, I just have a feeling that this is going to be maybe it's going to be so bad. It's good. But I'm I'm still. I'm still um, not holding my breath on that. Yeah, yeah, sure, exactly. (laughs) You know what worried me about, and this was around the same time, it was during the San Diego Comic-Con. I watched um, the Rings of Power panels, and I was like, oh, this is, oh, no. And then I watched that one, and I felt the same thing. Because I was like, you know what what really concerns me about now seeing Comic-Cons? There's so much Hollywood injection. It doesn't feel like when you see people up there anymore that it's like it feels like they're up there doing what actors or actresses do and pretending to play play the role of like, oh, well, yeah, I'm such a fan now. And yeah, I never really knew about it. It's so great to do the D&D with your friends. And, you know, and I, I saw it was there now. Michelle Rodriguez was up there and she was like, yeah, when I'm playing this like warrior and it's like barbarian or something like that. And they're like, oh yeah, this barbarian. And you know, and it's like, I really identify with blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, but you didn't even get down your class. Right. And you played the class in this. Like, I'm like, oh no, dude. But she, the important thing is she identifies with the warrior slash barbarian. 
right? That's the that's the important thing. This what I yeah, just like be, you know, if oh, do like if you're gonna do it, do it right. Like do a cavil, you know, do a Daniel Day Lewis. Really like, identify with that role. Immerse oh. yourself in the world and then tell me you identify with the character. Yeah. And get all that, get the details right. Because you know what what's important is getting the details right. This is something that Amazon has not has not uh succeeded in and all these other like cropped up <laughs> like fantasy things don't i like what cheryl said though look i don't know if they could get worse than the first one that's a good that's a good point i don't know man cheryl I'm, i hate to burst your bubble oh, no. but it can always get worse oh, no. Trust me. The it can always get worse all i gotta say <laughs> is just look at highlander and then oh. look at the sequels. It can okay. always get oh, worse. Oh no! It can oh, always didn't. get worse. Oh I no! <laughs> that was bad. Christopher Although, Lambert, respect, but damn. But dude, the second damn. two were not away. They were not the path and the light, man. The first one was great. The second two were like, what is happening? What is this sci-fi weird version I mean, I of it? Loved, I I love the Highlander like TV series. Oh, Adrian absolutely! Paul was fantastic hmm. as like as Connor McCloud, yes. but um did you watch the source the source that's his um, last movie they had that was um yes i Endgame, did i did right it was, game oh Endgame was like bittersweet though right when he took uh yeah connor yeah, said you're yeah. like damn anyway but it makes sense for connor's character when you see him like how he is and how he feels about being an immortal like i felt like even though that really sucked that like actually made sense yeah yeah right? i agree because connor was like i don't want this like i don't want this right and yeah duncan's like on a mission to take out the baddies but when you get to the source i'm like oh this is this is this is it this is what it's all about the the prize is actually about blank you know what it is the source yeah there you go and you're just kind of like okay well that's it, it makes sense Thank God it all makes sense. Like yeah. what 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 the what the great rewards actually about. Mm -hmm. It makes a lot of sense, actually. I feel like yeah. it would have been nice to see it done a little bit different. Yeah. But yeah. I love the Highlander series. Well, yeah, this hopefully Amazon doesn't get a hold of that franchise. <laughs> Dude, you know I saw news about them talking about it one time. Oh. And then it was it was a long time ago and it has been has been completely like scratched that out I hope not i hope not but you know there's like news about a highlander who's going to be in that it was going to be was this like just fake news though about might have i don't know i haven't heard anything about Highlander. there maybe. was a rumor of a highlander movie reboot or whatever which anytime i see reboot i get a little concerned because we're in that domain of hollywood wants to regurgitate ips because they know that they'll pay and sometimes oh, we shit. get bad examples of it uh oh is unless this is fake news this is something about henry cavill being in it they well there was rumored about i don't know if that's actually gonna happen or not yeah, and let's see a little over a year ago blah 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 yeah this is well in august so maybe it was like a discussion but there's nothing so far on it so yeah 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 connor um, and du duncan okay yeah duncan was adrian paul my bad i think i, I got that wrong That's... oh i thought you got it right duncan was yeah, yeah. Connor yeah duncan duncan was adrian paul yes. and then christopher yeah. lambert was uh 
with yeah, Connor. Connor. Yeah, you got it right. But um, there could be only one. I love that show back in the day, man. That yeah, like that. The first movie, it was like wow. Queen, and again, it wasn't coup. like that. Mm. The effects were that great or anything. Just you, just it had the atmosphere. It had the mm-hmm. tension. You know, it just it was. It was good. And they capture that well in the TV show. It's just some of the sequels. I'm like, mm. the second and third one. You're like, mm, yeah, mm. yeah. We're in a weird place now, man. Bridging on yeah. uh, fantasy to sci-fi. And it doesn't really feel like it works for this. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But okay. Okay. So let's stick to some movie stuff. Why don't we talk a little bit about the Indiana Jones five story? Does anybody else know about this? Y'all heard about it? And it's it looks like it's coming down the chain relatively soon. It's this summer, I think. If I'm not mistaken, it's going to be like, oh my God, when did they say it was? Like ah, something was going to June. There it is, June 30th. Wow, that's when it's, not that far in after all, yeah. Yeah, I forget what was being moved around that time. I, something about that was being moved around that time as well. I can't remember what it was now. Um, there's like a lot of stuff. Oh, uh, Avatar, The Way of Water is coming out too. Um, mm-hmm. I forget when that one's coming out as well. There's a lot of stuff coming out. Pretty between, soon, actually. Yeah, between yeah. now and like this coming summer in 2023, there's like all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff coming out. But yeah, so Indiana Jones 5 is premiering, what, June 30th, 15 years after the fourth installment. That's crazy. I didn't realize it had been that long since that last yeah. one. Yeah. Gosh. I did a marathon recently of that too, all the old Indiana Jones movies. I love those movies. And I love them. He's such a good, he's such a good actor for Indiana Jones, man. Harrison Ford. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, this one is so the previous one was uh Indiana Jones and the was this one? Indiana, Indiana Jones. Crystal Skull. Yeah. This one is going to be outer space phenomenon. Tackles that. So I'm going to be really curious to see what they're actually going to be going with that on that one. I mean, cause they kind of went with like a little bit of the area 51 stuff with crystal skull. So yeah. And the Apollo Spoiler. 11 crew upon their return from space is what this one's going to be related to. So I'm kind of Henry Cavill as the new Indiana Jones. Could you imagine Oh gosh. It's hard for me to imagine anybody is into Indiana Jones except for Harrison Ford, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I, I I feel like they need to just have like a new character and not remake. And actually I, I don't know. I mean I like even they did a show like at one point, the young Indiana Jones Chronicles. Did that you wasn't ever bad. See that? that wasn't bad. That was really good. I enjoyed that. I did too. Bit. I was actually sad we didn't get more of that. I was a little but it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, quite a bit. Um, Henry's rumored as Highlander. Yeah, that's what I remember him being him being like rumored as. But he gets rumored as stuff all the time, too. So it's always really yeah, tough to know. Yeah, talks to uh, potentially be the new lead in a new Highlander movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. I mean, if they do that, I would actually be really stoked if... They did Cavill and Highlander. He's got the swordplay skills down from The Witcher, that's for sure. He puts the work in on his characters, man. I could see him being, I could see him being a Highlander for sure. But you better, you better pump that stuff out because, like, because yeah. when you get to a certain age, age starts to show. 
Yeah, you you can no longer be an immortal. Yeah, when you start to look a little old and crusty, man, you're not you're not in immortal status anymore. Yeah. Unless you want to like alter the way that immortality works or something, which is gonna be really weird. But Actually, you know who would be also be good in that mm-hmm. Terran Edgerton would be great in oh, Highlander. Okay. Have you yeah, you've seen yeah. like uh, Kingsman and all that? Yeah, yeah. okay. It's actually really good in Blackbird too. Yeah. Apple TV, you know. Yeah. Um other movies that are actually coming out. Um, oh my gosh. We're gonna get into the game stuff soon, right? There's there's game stuff going on too. But um Rush Hour Four. Talk about something I didn't expect us to see. I literally was like on the floor. I'm like, are you kidding me? But hey, I mean to get those two together again, that was that was really that was just a really good time. I mean, even when the movies were like iffy they kind of carried the movies like the story and, and oh, absolutely just yeah. it's they they have good they have good in my opinion really good like synergy and like chemistry as yeah. like a pair running around oh, gosh yes they're they're good yeah. and the outtakes i mean I, oh yeah <laughs> I, I wet must those outtakes oh yeah. man dude he's such a it's such a good time i i miss well, i've been seeing both of them and stuff really because the last thing yeah. we saw, what Jackie Chan and was like that Karate Kid redo, which didn't really. I feel like that one just needed to not be called the Karate Kid and just should have been called something else, and it would have worked better. Yeah, yeah, um, I agree. But or the next next Karate Kid, which had <laughs> Hillary Swank, yeah, you remember well, that? No, no, yeah, you, that was there was the next Karate Kid. I'm just saying yeah. this is going to be the next next Karate Kid. You're the right. Karate Kid after the next Karate the Kid. Next next Karate Kid. The following, the superseding. Okay, anyway, I digress. Um, how about this one? This one was a bit of a shocker when you linked it. Yeah. The fifth element too. What? That movie, I remember watching it. I watched it so many times. Oh, I best. watched it with my dad and Chris Tucker. I've never oh, seen my, my dad God. laugh so hard in the, in the movie when chris tucker was on screen man i mean that that was again totally off the wall great story great message great characters i mean it oh, was man. it was really well done i loved his character too yeah man i you know what what part like like hit me was like i always remember that in the fifth element well i mean oh, and then you had um oh my god what was his name uh Played the bad guy. God, I love him. Um, oh, uh, Gary Oldman. Thank you. Always oh, such a good bad guy. Um, he's a good, good guy too, though. Um, I loved him. Yeah, as, uh, he, he has got such a tremendous range. Like he what? He was serious black, right? So, oh, and he was great. I loved him, and I love him in everything. Honestly, there's like nothing I've seen him in that I didn't like. It yeah. doesn't matter, man. Any anything he touches, like he just that role is golden, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. there's like literally no big too big or too small of a role for him he can just he's 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 a master yeah. of his craft 100 percent. yeah for sure but um yeah i remember the multi-pass bit right i always thought that the, it was an interesting take on like why they'd come to the planet and all that and like who she was how she was back when that movie came out it was like cutting edge for its time i thought had great humor it even had like really great sorrow i remember i was watching and i'd be giggling and laughing 
and be like on the edge of my seat going, oh, my God, what's about to happen next? And then you get to that like theater scene on the leisure ship or whatever. And then you got the alien singing and you're like, oh, my God, that's beautiful and like emotional. And then they get stupid and silly and action packed again. And I'm like this. Yeah, that was the part that my oh. my dad could not. I, I don't think he was about to fall out of his chair. Because Chris Tucker <laughs> was in a dangerous situation. Yeah. And let's just say he screamed like a little girl. <laughs> like that, and it was like, I swear, he was in tears. Dude. And I just remember, I just like, that was like one yeah. of those movie moments <laughs> you share with like, you know, family member or friend. And you're like, man. Like, how did he make his voice like that? It. They nailed it. Yeah, I was like, "How the hell did Chris Tucker man get his voice that that high? Scream just like <laughs> Sam? I have no idea like what Sam. you're talking about, lies and slander. I don't you know, scream like that, that. Reminds me of an incident in Alpha One. Let's what? just call that yeah that incident in Alpha One. What is that? It's called the ultimate defense incident. You know, if if you want to learn more. Tune in to uh, Ashes Pathfinder Sunday, 5 p.m. CDT. <laughs> wow, what a what a reference. He's not wrong about the show being on that day. Uh, the other part, it wasn't like that. It was called Control T. It's my version of a bubble hearth, ultimate defense control T. Only able to do it in testing, though. Just saying. Screamed oh, yeah, Elden, just like Elden Sim and an Elden Ring. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you have to find the footage because I don't remember that happening. So you just I just heard challenge accepted from Balfina right now. We mentally just had that connection. I just heard challenge accepted. You're talking to the clip queen right now. I don't know what, what that means. This is lies and slander weighed against me. Clips or whatever where it didn't happen. I will because I got a clip for it. We'll see what's up. We'll see. We'll have to we'll have to take a look. Anyway, if y'all were here live, you'd see my face right now. Okay. We got game stuff. How about, how about this one? Oh, no, no, no. Before we get the game stuff, can we talk about what Cheryl linked me? Oh my God, are we really trying to do this? Cheryl linked this a while back. I didn't want to forget it. They're, the guy that made the Oculus Rift is like, he he's working on making a VR headset that will kill the user if they die in a game by are you are we really trying to do this like even if this is like i don't know man is this something we need in the world like is this something that should even happen i, I just, just know i'm never gonna buy that you know unless i got a death wish because i no. suck at games <laughs> <laughs> i just i mean you see i like it would probably be calm like but knowing that that headset is is there and if God, i own no. that at any point in time i was like I would never play a video game. I'd just be looking at it. <laughs> well, that looks great. Keep going. Keep going. I'll just watch you, you know. Dude, oh, just like God bless, dude. Game. The fact that this is even something, you know what I mean? That this is even something people are trying to do blows my yeah. mind. Like, I mean, I'm down with like VR and evolution and all that of the VR and Ready Player One stuff, but like not, I ain't trying to be all like, that level, I ain't yeah, trying to like give me die. A holodeck, not a death trap. Okay, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> right, with with without the safeties turned off. Holodeck, yeah, exactly. Right, right? Just, normal yeah, just holodeck. Normal, we want yeah, the norm, normal holodeck right? with the safeties on. Exactly, vanilla right. holodeck, like basic vanilla normal experience. None of that turning off the safety next level, um, suicide squid game sort of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Jeez, man. 
But in gaming news, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt uh, HD is out, actually, as of yesterday, I think. Yeah, it was 14th. Yep. Next-gen version. I downloaded it today. Ooh, I'm... I got an update. I got an update. And it's looking clean. I haven't jumped in yet, but I can't wait to tinker with it because uh, that game is freaking sick. And I can't wait to, can't wait to jump in there and play it again. I will. That is a game. Like usually, when I go through a story, I'm like, ah. But this is one of those small handful of games where I'm like, so you cleaned up the visuals, huh? I could do that again, no problem. Because it's just, it looked beautiful even when I played it, and it was a bit after its time when I played it too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, same here. Actually, I got it when it was like ten bucks. And I was like, Ooh. I had got so much enjoyment out of that. I even haven't even played the expansions yet. That's how like under a rock I've been living with that whole series. But I was like, I loved it so much. I just didn't want to rush it. I wanted to be one of those games I could go back. Mm. So now I'm really excited to go back and start it from the, you know, from the rip, man. My God, Dara's talking about playing on his new 4090. Like, dear Lord, could you imagine how that would look on a 4090? Oh, shit. I I got, I got a 3090, so I'll take it out. <laughs> yeah, my 3080 is still rocking great, but I know at some point yeah, I'm going to update. No, I, um, I think I'll, I'll stick with the 30. I don't. I mean, my power is already iffy with this oh, 3090, no, really? let alone a 4090. 4090. I want that 4090 Ti or a 4090 Ti that's an Asus, uh, Asus ROG Swift. Those are... Mm, those asus rogs man they usually try to make it out of like cooler materials and the 10 was it the 1080 that i got back in the day that 1080 it was a 1080 rog swift and that or whatever it was it was like oh it was super cool it was like 1080 ti level but it was great i actually got that card free from amazon by the way Mm -hmm. wow you know how how this is the thing that my family always jokes with me about. I'm that guy that like when you mess something up or goof it up, I like hold you accountable. I'm that guy. But like my mom was like, she used to say like, in a in another life, you would have made a great lawyer because like I basically take the facts and I'm like, okay, and I'll argue the case and use people's own words against them. Like let them kind of dig themselves into a situation and go, all right, well, you stated this on this day right here per this, you're not, you know, doing what you said. So therefore, blah, blah, blah. And here's my expectation. And if they don't want to meet the expectation, then they do this other thing. Well, that's how I got them to give me a free video card back then. They basically were like, this one's on us. I'm like, what? They basically wow. charged the wrong account. And I was like, you all said you were going to, it was going to be here, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, now here are all the uh, consequences of you doing this on the wrong account. And they were like, sir, we can do this and that. And I was like, I want you to do, you know, to basically refund it here, put it on this. And I guess they were having issues doing that. So they were like, sir, uh, you know, we're going to do this one time thing. Um, and you, we're just going to let you have this and hope that that or value customer, blah, blah. Hope that, you know, you're, you're good with this. And I'm like, wait, I was like, so you, you're going to refund me the money and just let me have the card? And they were like, yes. And I was like, oh, okay, thanks. Man. Yeah. So my my younger brother's using a video card that I got for free. And it was like 600 some bucks at the time. I was like, okay. I did that with an air conditioner, you know, once, a window air conditioner once too. But the, I was like, it everything was per the specs and then i was like it doesn't fit like it was supposed to these specs are wrong and they were like 
can you go and ship it back? I'm like, I'm not going to go ship it back. You can come pick it up, refund me my money. And then they were like, sir, we're just going to let you have this. And I was like, and we're going to refund you money back. I was like, really? I'm like, I'm like pretty good at getting that done. I, I don't try to ever do that. I just basically want them to be accountable, do what they say. But I end up getting like, yeah, I've probably gotten like about eight, $900 worth of free stuff from Amazon. And I didn't even do anything scammy at all. I'm just like, just want them to be well, accountable. They, yeah, they, I had like a smaller scale situation where it's like I bought something from my dad and mm-hmm. it never arrived. And then, um, mm. and then they said, we'll just, we'll just send another one. No, no issues. And then it arrived. Like, I think that there was a screw up with the carrier. And then he ended up getting two of what I got him. It was like, actually it was a gift card. So it was like, okay, well, I guess you got two now. And they're like, and they're like, well, if the other one comes there, that's fine. I'm like, okay. So it, yeah. and at the time it didn't, but. Y'all got money to throw away, huh? Yeah. Amazon is like, you just dollar bills, y'all. That's what I'm saying. And people are like, you know, this is going to cause them to go down with rings of power. I'm like, you don't understand. They just like, they're just, you know, like, ah, uh, uh, cost benefit analysis, right? So Witcher one remake they're talking about doing is going to be an open world. Did you see that? I was like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. I, I found that and I linked that to you. I was like, my dreams have come true. <laughs> Cause the- I was always like, I love the Witcher, but Witcher one, I could not combat finish. system, man. I could not. That I combat could not finished that combat system, man, is like it's a it's a janky. Doesn't even feel like you're really doing combat. You're just kind of like, I'm just gonna yeah, do this just, until we get through I this. I feel like I'm doing Morse code with my mouse and hoping oh I hit God, something. My God, dude. <laughs> but um. So uh, all things The Witcher, and if you're playing Fortnite right now, you can unlock a Geralt skin for your character, um, which I'm playing the season pass occasionally for that same reason. Because I, I like Fortnite, man. I like it. It's a game I like to... watching you play Fortnite. I could not play Fortnite. Like, <sighs> yeah, if you paid me Dude, to do it. Every time I jump I would on play there. It, I would just really suck at it. I'm not even so bragging. I wouldn't put on one of those headsets that's going to fry my <sighs> noggin if I die. Dude. Because I'd be like, done. Ever since they added no build mode, I just jump in there and I'm like, fucking beast, dude. I, I am. I'm like a beast compared to most. And I'm not even saying that to like brag. I'm like, what happened to this game? You added this mode and I just became a god. <laughs> I mean, I was like decent. I was good, but I was never like a freaking sick badass. Like building is something I can do good if I play it regularly every day and I didn't. And so my building was never like when you came to head to head in one of those like clutch situations. I'm sorry. I'm not going to be able to like carry this one for anybody. I will get, I will get out built. And the second they, they took that and they were like, no build, no build boat. I was like, Oh my God, look at me getting number one. Battle Royale. I was like, oh my God, I totally just stalked these two at the end of the match. And then, boop, that guy had no idea where I was at. And he's sitting in a bush the other day. And all, I'm all like behind a wall. And then the circle starts closing in. And he's just sitting in a bush. And I'm like, I think you're still right there. And I went up and I was, boop, and I popped him, knocked his shield off. And then I charged him. And he was like, that, 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 that. And I was like, you don't know. I got a grenade launcher. And I like pulled the rocket launcher out. Boop. And then I blew him up. And then I did my like spanky dance. And you know, it was a fun time. I was like, oh my God, I haven't gotten to play. I, I jumped on and did like a match three days ago. 
Mm-hmm. And then I haven't been on since. It's probably about as long as I've been on Albion now. So um, it, it's kind of cool. It's good to have things to play. And I'm going to be real honest here. There are some things to play that I'm sad I'm not going to be able to play. And people are like, what do you talk about, Sim? Well, we're going to say that for the very end. Titan Reach. Do you all remember Titan Reach? This is a, a, a bit of a shade shame situation. <sighs> Titan Reach went to Kickstarter. Okay. This is the one. The MMORPG that I, I like did a Kickstarter review of it. Called it out. was like, this game isn't going to deliver because like at face value in their Kickstarter this is how far back this goes in their Kickstarter. They're like, this is what our game is going to be about. And then I played their demo and it wasn't reflective of any of that. In fact, it was exactly what they said it wasn't going to be. And they're like, well, it's just, it's just, we got some different things to them in here. We use some free kits from the store and you can jump in, you can play it. And it's like, yeah, but your demo, just cause you could jump in and play something using a bunch of free assets and everything. It, it doesn't matter. It's not going to convince me that you have a game and more importantly, if this demo is not at bare minimum reflective of the vision you state in the Kickstarter, you have a problem. So this game finished Kickstarter. I forget how much it had. Was it? Uh, I forget how much it made, but it was a lot of money. Continue to make it out of it. Long and short of it is they were going to tap out. It was reported that and we've talked about it on this show, but it was reported that they were going to... Um, basically not have enough funding to carry through the development. So they were going to tap out and it got reported, but within a month they got magical funding from a, someone who said that, and this is per the, per the article, they reported, we are going to, we've acquired someone, an angel investor who's going to see us through the rest of the game's development. Then they said, we ran out of funds from our investor and we aren't going to be able to complete it. And the game shut down. Turns out the guy that was running it even bought a car with some of that money. And invested in like doing crypto and all this other stuff. So it looked pretty much like this guy basically scammed people. Fast forward to now, they are going to potentially even go back into Kickstarter and a new company's at the helm. Mm. Nope. Nope. Oh, that game is a no-no game. It's a no-no situation. In my opinion, this is a hell no situation. So whoever I, I'm like, they got they got a company. Great. Why do you need to go? Can you even go back to Kickstarter for uh, the same game when it's got a new? You know what I'm saying? It's one of those things. I'm like, at what point do you go? Does Kickstarter say uh, you already launched a campaign for this game here? I don't know, man. But I saw that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is a perfect example of all the bad things that are happening in game development. This game. I mean, the only problem that you that I have there, in addition to that, is then you've got like gamers that aren't really researching or wherever like yeah and the thing is too like even if you look at something like say diablo immortal right 
as scummy as they had everything, you still had people spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on it. So paying to play that game, man. Yeah. So an audience. I don't know. There's a lot of people that like pay to win games, man, and they'll still continue to be around. As long as as long as there are people willing to play and pay to do it, the games will continue to make you know. Yeah. There will be developers that continue to make games where you're able to do that. So there's a little bit of a light in the fantasy realm in gaming for me. And and I'm really bummed out right now because of the fact I don't have time to play this. These games. This game specifically. <sighs> Good old PSP game I talked about back in the day. Final Fantasy Crisis Core with Zach. Oh man, it is launching. It's called Reunion, I think. And you could play a Zach. It's like up in Steam and everything. I'm like, oh no, it's in Steam and everything. I can jump in and play. Oh, and it looks good. And it looks like a it just looks like they modernized and updated that game, man. Yeah. And uh the Final Fantasy Ambition game dude that's the first single player final fantasy game i've seen in a long time that i really want to play really want to play i mean this special collector's edition is only 300 dollars. oh god oh my god oh my god that's the first final fantasy game i've been really really wanting to play in a long time so yeah Oof. I, I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. You know, yeah, I know I said that. I want to play. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, my God. But uh, that's a great discussion point. Do you know how the Wayward Realms is progressing? If at all, it is progressing. They've been showing some videos, uh, update videos. But the thing you got to keep in mind about the Wayward Realms is that this is a passion project. Doesn't have funding. It's literally... They're just they're doing it when they with their spare time. Some of them are still working gigs, and it's essentially essentially these are these are like the the brains that were at the core of the Elder Scrolls back in the day, and this is considered a spiritual successor to Daggerfall. So, yeah. So is it, it developing? Yep. Is it continuing to develop? Yep. Is it making progress? Absolutely. But it's slow progress, and what they're going for is kind of ambitious so i think it'll be really great for the uh you know open world rpg genre but i think it's just gonna be a while yeah very promising i haven't seen anything on that other game in a while though uh what was it called oh my god it it had an elder scrolls vibe to it sort of a skyrim vibe um i have to look and see i forget the name man i yeah is it Oh my God, it starts with, oh no, it's killing me. But anyway, I don't know how that's progressing uh, specifically, but I am pretty hopeful for that game. Yeah, it's one of the few uh, RPG games I'm hopeful about these days, actually. So, but anyway, ah, yeah. Obsidian Entertainment creates the game I'm thinking about, but they got bought by, oh my gosh, Microsoft, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they got bought by Microsoft, yeah. Anybody know the one I'm thinking about? God, this is killing me right now. I'm gonna have to look it up. I now. know I've done a video over it too, and it's 
blowing my mind. I can't remember what the hell I'm thinking of. Um, it's by Obsidian Entertainment, and they're making the damn game that I can't remember. And it's Avowed. That's it. Damn it. Avowed. Yeah, I was like literally just. Oh, gosh, man. I was like, dude, what the hell? I was like, it's like I knew it was a one word game, but I couldn't remember what the hell it was. So there's like some really good games that are actually on the cusp of releasing that I'm super stoked about and I'm not going to be able to play. And I'm thinking we're probably going to get some Ashes of Creation probably, you know, next year coming up. I mean, we're not that far out, probably within the next six months, maybe. I can't wait. I'm hoping. Uh, honestly, like there's there's a few like single play experiences I'm looking forward to coming up. Mm -hmm. You know, the God of War, obviously, that's recently out. And I think also uh, Hogwarts mm -hmm. Legacy. But man, ashes. Oh, I, I, mean, I mean, I don't care what what they show. It just it's, it gets me more excited about what they're gonna do. I know, dude. I really yeah. do. I'm like, kind of like looking at these like Hogwarts Legacy. I want to play Hogwarts Legacy. I want to get. I still need to get into play the the God the new God of War games with the, you know, the more Nordic elements to it, like Ragnarok and the other. What's the other one that was before that? I think it was called. I forget. Or just God of War. It was just God of War when they relaunched, huh? Okay. Yeah, you you got to play that. I know. I I did. I watched a really such fun a good analysis. story. Like if you like story in games, yeah, and like character identification, and just you mm -hmm. know, just to hear Chris Judge go, boy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, I need to. I need to. I need to play it. Uh, that one and he got yeah. i think he won for um he won an award this year too and he had the the coolest speech man really and they were trying to get his it. ass off the stage but really <laughs> he just, yeah he's his his voice is just like just he he commands respect oh man i gotta go watch that because i actually came up on my youtube feed the other day it was like his acceptance speech yeah it yeah. was it was really good he's God, a very very gracious actor i'll just say that that's awesome oh damn it i'm gonna have to go watch that now as soon as we get done with the podcast i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it man but there's a lot of there's a lot of really great things on the coming out in the future man like i'm really i'm really stoked i, I think i think there's a there's a handful of really good games that are coming out and uh, it's really good because I feel like there was like a bit of a dry spell there for a while where it was like, mm, not a lot yeah, I want to touch. Them all. Nah, now we're getting yeah. them all. I even saw like Gwent, the card game for The Witcher is getting no more support on it. It's like coming to an end. Support for The Witcher. Gwent yeah, game. I mean, I think they're still going to run it. They're just not going to like add any more stuff. Yeah. To it, which is it's, it's bittersweet, but at least it's yeah. still running. It's still, a, I mean, as long as they keep it going, I mean, I, I think they'll still be able to monetize it. I mean, I'm you know, sure. rotate those story packs in there. People that are new to the game will still play it. You can still host tournaments. You know, you just you just keep the cards that are in there and kind of, you know, do some rotations and stuff like that. During the seasons are always really fun. So, yeah, mm -hmm. it's kind of it's about time though. It's been out for a while, and uh, yeah, I think I think right now too, it's probably resources because there's a lot going I'm on sure. in the Witcher domain. Game yeah, wise. I mean, they want to make The Witcher 4, and then they've got, you know, this remake, which, again, came out of left field. Like, you didn't think it was ever going to happen, then it happened. So, yeah. UE5, man, you know, it's just going to... It's yeah. UE5, man. They're 
if they re-release all three of them in UE5, God bless, dude. That's that's a beautiful thing right there. I mean, and they're working so closely with you know Epic Games. They're one of the companies that said we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shift over and use Unreal Engine. So they're gonna help make the engine better, along with a lot of other studios that are doing the same thing. This is why I look at games like Camelot Unchained, and I go, dude, it's cl-. and they did you see that? I did a, a thing. They. Uh, went to get more funding mark jacobs right went to get more funding uh it was like we're gonna do you know equity and whatever we want to raise some funds they raised 15 fucking million dollars and it's clear the focus is on the engine not not the game in my opinion it's it's the engine they're focusing on it's always been focused on it yeah Yeah. i I don't know that we're ever going to see a camelot unchained I, i think he cares about getting an engine made that he can sell. That's what I think it's about. I'm sitting here going, homie, you, you, no, you, no, I don't think he understands. No one's going to give a fuck about your engine when you have Unreal Engine 5 that's free. Yeah. And all of these major entities and studios and corporations are funneling into making it better. Hollywood's using it for movies. Yeah, exactly. I was about to say, even cinematics like Hollywood cinematics are happening with that. Yeah. You're going to make an engine to, like, compete? I'm not saying competition's not good. I'm just saying, homie, you, you can't even release this MMORPG after 10 years still. Ain't... I just think he's so focused on the engine that that's it. That's all he cares about is that engine. I'm like, dude, you are at a cost. Of- I don't know if you want to make money, make a good game. You don't need to, you don't, you don't need an, like yeah. to make your own engine to make a good game. And I think that's, unfortunately there's, that's where that pride thing comes in. And there's people that after years have requested a refund that he said he'd honor and still have not honored. And you're going, are you going to like include refunding some of those people, man? Are you? I don't think he will. No, of course not. Some people have gotten refunds, but there's like a majority of people that are still not getting them. And I'm just like, this is such a, it's such a sad state of of things when you see situations like that. And then I look at like what's going on with like uh, Chronicles of Illyria, man. Like they won that. He won that, and I don't. I don't think you're going to see any more. Like we're still working on the game things. Nope, no more court case. What does he care, right? Yeah. Oh, I mean, I hope I'm wrong, but I mean, I don't know that we're, it's likely we're going to see a whole lot. I think it's going to dwindle unless there's more legal action. We'll see what's up. But that's that's our show, man. That's that's it. That was a banger of a show, man. We had a lot to talk about. A whole bunch going mm-hmm. on. That's that's great. We're definitely going to be back in January, and this was episode 92. So 93 will be in January sometime, probably the earlier part, week or two in there. Um, we'll see. We'll see what's up. So keep your ears, you know, peeled. Uh, stick it. Stick around in the Discord if you're not there. Discord.gg forward slash simorg s i m u r g h. Join us over there, or just stay tuned to where you see this over on YouTube or the podcast places. Um, Daedalus, why don't you shout out your domain where people can find you when you're not on the show? Sure, you can find me on Twitter at The Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash The Ashen Herald. Yes, and friends, uh, 
I know this is going to be our last LFM for a while. So if you just catch it over on YouTube or you listen to it and you enjoy it, um, much love to y'all. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Hope that you're going to have a great holiday for Christmas if you celebrate and a happy new year if you celebrate all those things. Much love to y'all. We're going to catch you in the new year for the show. And uh, if you're around the community tomorrow, we'll see you for community night. Catch you in the Discord in the meantime. Much love to y'all, homies. Uh, as always, we might be at the end of our show, but we're always looking for more to join the party. Rants plenty. Until next time, you live your best lives. Walk in the light. Have a great night, everyone, and happy holidays. We'll see you next year for the next show. Bye, everybody. See you next, see you next year, everyone.